What's up, y'all? You are listening to the Fleer Thoughts Podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self-meet. It's your girl, Penny, about to come through. Yeah, 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 yeah. What up to DJ Screw? I done came down, about to bust a flow. I don't even know, but I'm walking out that door. Okay, yeah, so. Hey, y'all, what's up? Um... Happy, is it spring yet? I think it's spring. The time went back, and Saturday, I have no idea what went down Saturday night, but yeah, um, the time definitely went back, Um, and I'm really happy about that. Like I always said, spring spring and fall, I think, are my favorites, my favorite, um, my favorite seasons, um, and I think I talk about seasons so much because we really didn't have seasons like that in Texas, so actually seeing like this you know the leaves change and just like the different moods and stuff that happens like up on the east coast when it comes to seasons and stuff it's just like new to me so yeah that's why I'm probably like low-key obsessed with it but yeah how are you guys doing I hope you guys had a great week and stuff I had a pretty cool week PMS was kicking my ass for sure I definitely have to just know that when it's like around you know that time or whatever that It's literally just that. And don't overthink things. Don't jump off the ledge. Don't, what's it called, ruminate? Ruminate, we just think things way too much because everything is just not what, you know, it really is when you're just all up in your feels like that. So, yeah, all my friends who've experienced all this before, like heavy PMS, they're like, yeah, girl, just ignore it. So they were like, yeah, sometimes I'm just fuming on the inside. I don't know what the hell is going on and what's wrong with me. And yeah start projecting it on all other people on like your roommates on your boo and all that stuff and it's just like oh my gosh wow just take a chill pill and enjoy the solitude and relax whenever you are experiencing any heavy mental mood swings any emotional mood swings during pms and go back and listen to my episode about that because i kind of broke it down for real for real and sometimes i'm like yo you should take your own advice girl like <laughs> what the hell anyway yeah, guys, so today is going to be a little bit different. This episode is like the interviewer is now the interviewee because I will be playing you guys the audio from a really, really special interview that I did with Jada. Her name is G.I. Jada, and she has a series called Successful Saturdays that she does on Instagram Live. And she is my soul sister. We are in a group called Revive Soul Sisters, which I will talk about actually during the change segment. But yes, it was an amazing interview Those girls give me life. And sometimes just like you just need that like pick me up. It's like, okay, you're doing the right thing. You're going in the right direction. All is well. You doing a damn thing, girl. Okay. Like, and it's sometimes being a perfectionist like I am, just like, ugh. And even just like, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't know if you're doing things right, you know? And having those people in your life and even those reminders and even just that talk, like, was so uplifting to me and I'm glad that it was uplifting to everybody who watched it and stuff like that. You can catch it on Jada's Instagram. Let me pull up her stuff. It's just so I can tell exactly, you know, all the underscores and all the things. All the things. Okay, so yeah, her Instagram is G period I period J A D A G I Jada. So that interview, I'm going to be playing that. And then also, um, of course, catch up on the past two interviews. And then we will have a- another guest next week, of course. Um, people love the Ariel Simone episode. That girl is so dope. I'm definitely going to have her again. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have her again. Um, Run that up. Make sure you guys go on the YouTube channel. And thank you guys for sharing everything this past week. Y'all are the best. Um, Yeah, we're going to move on to change. And for change this week, I just want to shout out to Houston motherfucking Texas. Oh, actually, first. Would that be for change of the week? Okay, y'all, it's Monday. I'm getting confused. Okay, no. Change of the week goes to Revive Soul Sisters. That's who gets change of the week. The Revive Soul Sisters is a group that I am in, created by ZJ and Jasmine. 
And um, it's basically about women making a difference. There's nothing in this world as personal, nurturing, or life-changing as the influence of a righteous woman. Service, empowerment, and travel. That's what we're all about. We all support each other. Those like are my sisters. Every Wednesday, we are on that call just having a good time and just like really like getting to the words like that. Um, follow them at Revive Soul Sisters and all women are welcome to our call on Wednesdays and to the group chat. We really do all have each other's back and a lot of us are creatives and just, you know, entrepreneurs and doing different things. So we have each other's back on that end as well. And it's really dope to find a group of girls who not only, you know, are in the creative space and stuff like that, but are also like believers of God because that's just like, you know, ties into it in a whole nother level because we have to have that faith, especially well, we all got to have it, but it's helps a lot to have it in a creative space where you really don't know what's coming next. So yeah, shout out to Revive Soul Sisters. They definitely get change of the week. And um, in a second, you guys will hear my interview on Successful Saturdays with one of my soul sisters, G.I. Jada. But before that, we're going to get into our pen pal letters. Oh, y'all, I cannot forget about this part. Before we get into my two cents, well, not my two cents, but into our pen pal letters, I definitely have to talk about Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce and the history that was made during the Grammys. I'm just going to read the message that I wrote my friend and go from there. But I was like, oh, my gosh, our girl Megan won her first Grammy tonight. She got two of them hoes. That is so wild to me. And what's even crazier is a female rapper hasn't won Best New Artist since Lauryn Hill 22 years ago like not even Nikki not even Cardi has won um best new artist as a rapper and Megan won that won that that's crazy Houston what the fuck is up and another thing that's crazier is she won best rap performance for Savage with Beyonce and helped her make history because now Beyonce holds the most Grammy awards for any vocalist period ever in life um she has 28 of them now beating Quincy Jones who but only got those because of his artist not actually being you know vocalist or whatever but isn't that wild and how aligned that is like who would have thought like I don't know he's I don't know I love things that just align like that and it's just like magical like that and it happened like with two Houston like women and I think that's just so dope to me and shout out to Houston shout out to Megan Thee Stallion shout out to Beyonce keep I Megan had a year. She really had a year or past two years. I don't know. I know it was just a lot. And she deserves everything and then some. And that booty was jiggling like it knows how to jiggle. Like my favorite. I'm just like, what the hell? Like I need to learn how to do this. How do I learn how to do this? But so proud of her. She literally persevered and bounced that ass and worked hard. She literally, you can tell she's on her Beyonce shit. That choreography is on some other stuff. So shout out to her. Her and her new boo are so cute. And I just really wish her the best. I know that the media and the whole celeb life can suck for like a super authentic person. So I can see that there's good people in her corner. And I just truly wish her the best for real, for real. But all right, y'all. That's it. Let me go and let's get into our pen pal letters. Then we're going to get into our interview with Jada for her successful Saturday series. So this one was really simple, but not simple all in one because it just said literally, why is it so hard for men to express their emotions with an exclamation point? Sis was like, what the hell? Um, This is like a common like topic and stuff like that. And although I'm not a man, I can really say like what I think about the topic. But I will definitely tell you guys like what I think about that whole thing. Um, Yeah, not a man. I do have brothers. And I do have like guy friends and stuff, of course. And I do try my best to understand them. Not just from like just me, but from like their perspective, especially as black men. I really try to like hold space for the men in my life because it's hard out here. It's hard out here for all of us. So we should, you know, hold space for each other in that way. But yeah, so what I think is that I'm gonna keep it real short and cute or or I'll try to. Like that whole thing is a myth that like men don't have feelings like they and that they don't care. Men have hella feelings. They definitely care about a lot of things. And I think it's just the fact that they, 
either one show them differently which isn't always a bad thing but sometimes it's annoying as hell yes it is or two they don't even know how to see through those feelings or recognize them to be even they don't they don't even know what they're feeling themselves let alone to express them to you or to us or to someone else so I think it's like a lot about that going on as well and they do need to do a better job of figuring that out on their own for not even for us but for themselves because you know like holding in like all the trauma that black men experience and stuff like it's just not good for it's not good for them but yeah I definitely think it's a myth and um although and some part of it's okay they do have these feelings and emotions they definitely express them differently than women but and sometimes that's a good thing because it's like we all can't be crying and sending paragraph four letter paragraph text messages like not to say that not to say that that's what all all women do or showcase women as being monolith to being all crazy and emotional not at all but it's just like a yin and a yang to, to things and balance and a you know there's like a you know there's just a way that like makes things like holistic and rounded and I think that's just like kind of in a partnership like People bring different things emotionally, mentally, the logics of things to to whatever like works for that party specifically might not work for another one. But that's just about you figuring out yourself, of course, first, then figuring out themselves first and then you guys doing that together. So wherever one falls short, the other one can pick it up and like vice versa. So, yeah, that's definitely a myth. And um I think that men convert their feelings kind of into more socially like acceptable displays of feelings and emotions. And so, for instance, like vulnerability, sadness or an insecurity may come out for most men as maybe being angry or prideful or jealous. And, you know, you might think, oh, my man love me. He he um, don't want me you know out or whatever it's like sis I don't know about that one you know what I'm saying but that's just like the vulnerability of them like being afraid to lose you you know things like that so I feel like men might and and just not even in relationships this can even happen in the workplace or whatever they and they might be super prideful like the guy that's hella prideful at work nine times out of ten that man probably is very much so you know insecure or Black men specifically, especially if you're working in white spaces, you have to act a certain way to be taken seriously. There's just so many layers to it. But all in all, say that men convert their feelings into more socially acceptable ways to display what they're feeling. An example that my teacher would use an example some similar to this, but like, okay, look, let's say you're a family therapist or someone's a family therapist and the family comes in because the daughter was sexually assaulted or abused physically or whatever the case may be and the family is trying to know you know cope with that and with therapy and so she was saying like that the family came in of course the daughter is going through her thing the mom as well but the dad was on some shit like I'm going to kill this person who assaulted my daughter I'm gonna kill them and not even on some playing stuff or just saying it but you know y'all know like for real I'm gonna kill that nigga like seriously so yeah like um in the story they were saying like the mom and the daughter were like okay yes we completely understand we're all in pain we're crying we're doing this The, the dad has not cried at all nothing like that that's this only thing he said was he was ready to like run up on the person that assaulted his daughter but um in therapy after weeks and weeks and weeks of them the you know them not being like okay like that's not what we're gonna do obviously finally during a session the man broke down and finally expressed like his pain and it was from the fact that he couldn't protect his daughter like he felt like he didn't protect her from this happening he felt like it was his fault and if he like how could he let this happen to his seed like what you know what I'm saying so he literally was like and the only thing I can do now for revenge is to go yank this you know like go make sure that person is in the same pain that the you know he's feeling but of course we can't go even if some it's so horrible you know like to 
go through anything like that. And it's like you do want to physically put your hands on someone for doing that to your daughter, but you literally can't do that. But after he started to kind of walk and talk through like what really that paid was, it was just this it's kind of the same as the mom. Like I wasn't there to protect my daughter. I want to protect her. And that pain was so deep. And then he starts to cry. And then finally he was like, once once he talked that through, he really wasn't trying to go and kill the guy anymore. And so that's what I meant by converting feelings into different things. That's just like a little like example, like that, you know, would go with it. I said I was going to walk. I mean, make keep this cute, short and cute or cute and simple. But yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> so next, um, I think also like men express when they feel safe. And when they feel like the space is open and comfortable, like men, like if their mom is like, you know, everyone's most men's mom is like their person, like in a good way. And it's like they express and cry to their mom all the time. It's like create a safe space for someone to make mistakes and like learn for them. Create a safe space for someone to tell their truth, even if it's the truth that you don't necessarily want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like those feelings that they, you are asking to be expressed to you might not be what you want to hear, sis, but you know, that's just what he's feeling right now. And, and he's seething through those. So creating that environment also, I think is good for like anyone to honestly feel safe, open and comfortable, not just men. Like sometimes you might feel like this and you don't know why you feel like that. And it might sound insane or bad, quote unquote, whatever that means, but it's like, being able to express that without ju- feeling judged or like whatever, like that is very, very important. And I also found this as a very, very interesting when I was like on psychology today. I'm going to just read it out loud so that I can get through that and not, you know, over explain it to the point where it stops making sense. So we're going to, I'm going to just read exactly what it says. Men may experience their feelings through physical complaints. I was like, hmm. So, okay, it's not uncommon to see men experience their feelings through things such as headaches, backaches, and like fatigue and tiredness. You may know of a man who gets headaches only on the weekends or real tired only on the weekends or becomes sick during a vacation. Why does this happen? Because as long as men are working, they can cut off their feelings. Mm. Let me say that one more time. As long as men are working, they can cut off their feelings. And we see that a lot. Like we see our men going through their life, going through it. And it's just like work, 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 work. I'm going to provide. I'm going to protect. Cool. But they are definitely feeling sitting up under in there. And it's easy to distract yourself with work. Um, It's so easy. So without the structure of work, men their feelings definitely like surface and they don't know what the hell to do with them they're like what feelings what's that and it can come out in physical symptoms which is so wild to me I feel like I talked about this a little bit on the episode with Melanie go back and that's I think it was the attachment styles episode um and it's just like your emotions really manifest in your body that's why I love yoga that's why I love stretching like that is the way you move your body. That's how you're going to move through life. Okay. So um, things will manifest like into, into your body if you don't like get right with them. So this is kind of a test to like for real, like physically you can start to feel pain just because you're not letting those things out as men like verbally and expressing them or like, you know, walking through them. So that's pretty, I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Um, But my own observation has been that many men like experience intense emotions, probably even more intense than we do, but they have the lack of training and support to make sense of those. Like we feel our feelings, we know what they are, and we know how to like work through and navigate. We, We know how to do that for ours and theirs, you know, like we are really equipped in that way. And I'm thankful for that, honestly, but like they are kind of left with few options. So they just end up burying them deeper because of that lack of training and support. So be that for your kids, be that for the, the men in your life. Um, and of course, therapy, of course, is a great way. And even just spiritually, whatever your relationship is, 
with God and whoever you believe in, all of that all intertwines. And another another thing that this article said, it was like, it's only when men are taken off guard that their feelings may surface. Like if they see something, like it might arise because it's like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming or whatever the case may be. And I found that like hella interesting too also. But yeah, y'all, men feel, they sure do. They sure as hell do. Hi, Queen. Hey. First, we'll ask Penny, uh, what time of the day are you most productive? Dead ass. I'm most productive, honestly, at nighttime. Like, literally, I feel like all my, like, I start, like, all my ideas start to hit around, like, 12 a.m., and, like, back in college, I used to, like, do all my study, like, overnight type stuff, but obviously that's not, like, quote-unquote productive for how society, you know, views things. You're supposed to do things in the daytime, but I've just learned to, like, go with the flow of just, like, if I if I do better at nighttime with work, that's just what I do now these days. But definitely, like, between 12 and 3. Yeah. 12 a.m. and 12 a.m. and like 3 a.m. We got a night owl. Yeah. Y'all can drop if you're a morning person, a night person. We got uh, Queen Trace of Fonte Cosmetics, which is also one of the brands I'm going to shout out. But there's your shout out early. She said 12 p.m. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good time. I feel like for myself. Oh, yeah. For my, I don't think I have a particular time of the day. Bianca said nighttime for sure, morning, what is morning, <laughs> right? For me, it just kind of depends on like what mode, you know, what, what I'm in, what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I work better at night, but sometimes I just want to get my rest at night. Um, I'm trying to become, well, it, I, it's easy for me to become a morning, per- like to be a morning person, mm-hmm. uh, especially like when I was like in basic training and whenever I go away with the Oh, yeah, y'all like, like, get up at like, what time? Girl, pack a dawn, four or five o'clock, but. And it like was, make your whole easy. bed and do a whole exercise and everything. See, and that was easy for me because it's like once I was up and they have you move in, it's like you don't really think about going back to bed. At home, it's a lot harder when you can just go right back to bed, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it kind of just depends. So uh, Jazza Philo said editing morning or day because she does, uh, she's a photographer as well as a musician. Mm-hmm. Yes, overall, hey girl. An overall creative. And then for her music, she said at night. So kind of it just depends on like what it is I have to do and like what mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. So the next question. But either way, one thing that like got me is like, I always felt like I was supposed to be productive during a certain time. And I feel like it's really helpful to tell people like, let go of that. Like that's like a standard that society set for us, mm-hmm. like, you know, as like workers or whatever. So especially for creative people, like that's something that's like, like a, like God's gift. So it's just like, whenever you feel it, like yes. move on that. It doesn't have to be during a certain hour or time because that's just that's not natural mm-hmm. so yeah i agree we can right. be productive at whatever time we want to be productive mm-hmm. and so the next question little icebreaker question and y'all can answer too in the chat i want to see some answers what was your first job my first job that's a good that's a funny ass question was actually at um was it abercrombie first actually it was at a call center mm-hmm well, actually, no. It was at Abercrombie Kids first. I was like, you know, like the model in the front, that greet, like the greeter person yes. at like Abercrombie. Um, I worked at Abercrombie Kids. I, like a lot of us did in the Galleria. And, and then, then I was like, like were you in high job. school still? You said what? Were you in high school? Yeah, I was in high school still. Yeah, but oh, but but before that, um, my mom would like pay me to clean the house, like type shit, like stuff like that. But job, job, I would say, yeah, real job. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God, we got some answers. My girl Burger King, that Burger Sonic. King, and Sonic. You were roller skating. That's why. So my first job was at uh, McDonald's. Actually, I was in high school. I was a junior in high school. I worked there my junior and senior year, as well as ran track, went to school, worked. So, like from a very early age, my parents taught me how to be self sufficient and mm-hmm. you know work. Um, and my brother worked there as well when I was in my junior year, my brother was a senior. So he, but he had been working there cause I had just moved there. He kind of went to high school, his whole mm-hmm. high school there. And, um, that was a really fun job. Like that taught me 
<laughs> girl, you used to run that McDonald's. No, for real, they trusted me with a lot of stuff. Like, so should we be know. should we be eating McDonald's for somebody who worked there or not? Nah? I eat McDonald's. I love the fries. <laughs> yeah, I love the fries. Now, uh, and I will say we were like the top like McDonald's in our area. We were right off the freeway, so on the weekends we got busy. Mm -hmm. um, I would train people. I became like a team lead, a, a trainer all that great stuff and it, it kind of what started like me loving to kind of tell people what to do <laughs> oh let me see with the comments gj said i quit on the day two of training when i dropped a milkshake um someone with the intramural breath in college okay philo yeah i'll still eat i eat and shout out to burger king i like burger king too i love like burger king i actually do eat that like walkers and stuff not all the time, but whenever I'm just like, F it, let's just eat. Yeah. Like, I like their chicken fries. Now I'm into like the Impossible Whopper. So, you know, oh, yeah. It actually tastes pretty good. Uh, CJ said she used to tear up McDonald's in high school. Was I the plug? Yeah, I was the plug. If you came through my McDonald's, my drive through anything, and I knew you, or even like I began to get regulars there. Like, <laughs> I was really what there? So, yeah, if you're just tuned in, welcome to Successful Saturdays. I'm your host, G.I. Jada, and today we have Miss Penny, the host of For Your Thoughts Pod. It's right there. You guys can take a screenshot of the pinned comment, or I think you can just drop down the, the top title, and you should be able to, like, just follow her right now without even mm -hmm. getting off of here. But we're going to go ahead and get started we just did some fun icebreaker questions so if you want to drop uh where your first job was i feel like that's the most interesting yeah, that is interesting yeah so who is penny who is penny tell the people who is penny in what sense i never I, I didn't look at the questions either that you sent because i like it to speak random but okay, okay great just like if you know when you introduce yourself to someone new who doesn't know you got you okay so penny is a mental health advocate first and foremost um media professional and a podcast host um she's from Houston, texas and she lives in new york city now and her whole thing is instilling more empathy humanity and psychology in media and the entertainment industry um and yeah she hosts the for your thoughts podcast and I, I love her third person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she also, she also, um, I feel like I'm a polymath. Like I've done like a lot of different things, but I think that overall the theme in it all is to just kind of like instill more mental health and have us kind of like thinking more so about how we feel, our emotions, like whether that's in like business, in media, in like pop culture, and just so we can just be better people like overall period. So I yes. just like tried to do that in every like space that I've worked in in the industry. Yes, well Whatever. I'm referring to that. Thing. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. What are you? Are you having pink moscato too? So I have I mixed wine with like this um, Reese's drink that I like. Yeah, it's a yeah. mix. Mm -hmm. That was another icebreaker question. Was like, what's your go-to drink? Like when you go out. Um, My go-to drink is like definitely probably Casamigos. I like the lemon drop martini. Oh, so my little sister commented she her first job was Foot Locker and she actually still works there. I think when you started working there, she didn't start working until she got into college, I want to say. Or was she still were you still in high school or you in college already? But she's almost done with college now and she still works there. She's actually an assistant manager. And mm -hmm. hopefully next she'll be on her way to getting her own store. And she'd be plugging us. I in love it. So what, um, well, I think you kind of already touched on it. One of the questions is what, what motivated you to start your, your podcast? So I didn't know that it would, it wasn't like, oh, I want to do a podcast. It wasn't nothing like that. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, I knew I always wanted to do, be like, have a talk show. So like, originally I was um, planning to go to medical school and be a psychiatrist. Like that was like what I was doing for undergrad. And then, right. um, me and one of my best friends, Blake, he was like, oh, my God, you'd be really good on a talk show. So we ended up doing this talk show called The, Continu the Continuous Conversation. I'm pretty sure some people have, like, seen it before. And I really, really did love that. And I was like, okay, I know that I want to be in psychology still, but not in the way that I thought before or whatever. Um, and I feel like it was more so in a sense of, like, 
seeing like Whitney Houston kind of, you know, die the way that she did, Michael Jackson die the way that he did, and like just the way that celebrities and people in these like public figure, you know, arenas were treated, that like not like they were actual humans or whatever. That was one thing that I don't know why when I was younger, it really bothered me. It really was just like, that's so like unfortunate that somebody with such a special gift has to like go through shit to be able to like show their talent and like they're right. they're put on this crazy pedestal. So that right. was like the like the original thing, like how it happened. But then after going through life and shit and actually like family members and myself and my friends, like seeing like what depression and anxiety does to like people right. who actually know and like how it really doesn't have a face, I was like, yo, like this is something that like needs to be tapped into. Um and I didn't know how. So then I was like, I went to um school, um for, for graduate school here in New York, um, the new school. And I studied media studies and management just to kind of really understand like how the press works and like how the narratives are created and stuff like right. that. Right. And um, it was in one of my classes there that we had a project and for, and my, my project was like my podcast. Like everyone could do a different thing, but I was just like, okay, I'm just do a podcast. But it wasn't even like I was going to really do it in real life. It was like, a, right. Yeah. So I ended up doing that and it was like project. a, yeah, and then I was like, oh, my God, I love this, and then I just made an actual thing. So that's how that – it was nothing that I just, like, thought I was going to do, you know? Right. It just kind of happened, so. Yeah. And I do see someone has a question. I'm glad they asked. Okay. I'm going to get to it um, as well, maybe a little bit more so towards the end. I'm going to definitely get to that. It's a question that I already had, and okay. one of the podcasts that I listened to, I think maybe the – very first one I ever listened to that was the first thing you did was like drop exactly how you can start a podcast and like the tools you know that you use so mm -hmm. we definitely gonna spill some of that information yeah um, but I want to ask you next what are some fears that you've had to overcome along the way so first I want to say that like fear is like fake you know like, it's not mm -hmm. real it's like all in our head so I don't even want to but we but naturally we definitely all have those things but at first i honestly was very much so fearless i'm not and i'm gonna lie like the way it all happened like i read this book called the secret and i really was just like okay i think we, we talk about this all the time like personally you know offline yeah. like it's like the power of the tongue and like kind of like the way that you think is like what's gonna come out or whatever and i really was like confident in the fact that i have like a gift to do this and it wasn't like it came from me i know it came from god so it's like through him, like, I can't, I cannot fail. Like, there's no way I can even, and, and if I am scared, that's me not believing, you know, in, you know, like, my gift in, in, in him. But naturally, of course, we do have fear. So later, the fear started to come was, um, I would get really anxious for shit like this. Like, I would get, like, so anxious. It's wild. And it's just, like, I would literally be, like, before um, I had to interview somebody, I like, my heart would be, like I would be shaky, like shit, like that is, I, it was just mind blowing. Because I I'm just can like totally relate, girl. Before we were doing this, I'm like pacing back and forth, but and, and we're friends, you know. Yeah. We're friends, and it's still kind of like nerve wracking because you we care so much about it, you know. Yes. And we want it to like go good, so like that's where my like that's where like the I would say like the devil devil starts like creeping in a sense. It's like trying to make me think that I'm I'm not who I am, and like. Mm -hmm. I guess, like, kind of like imposter syndrome in a sense or whatever. Yeah, make us doubt ourselves. So that's I was scared about that. Yeah. What are some things you do to kind of get over that? I mean, I feel like it never goes away. I've gotten right. Um, so I definitely meditate. Mm -hmm. I meditate and I pray before, like, anything now. Um, I practice because if you practice and, you know, you just, like, do that whole thing. And then I just really have to put in my head, like, whatever's going to come out my mouth is from him. So it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. Like I already know. So I just try to have like reinforce that thought. Yes. And I was also scared about like not fitting into like the TV host mm -hmm. situation. Cause I don't like the way I, I might articulate myself or the fact that I'm not like the typical black girl that we see in the media. Like that was a thing a little bit as well. Um, but I tried to like knock all that shit out my head. I'm like, no, right. I can't. I can't think that way. But those were the, and then also just failing because my parents are African. I'm the first person in my um, family, me and my little brother, to kind of like do anything that's not the norm of like doctor lawyer. So just kind of like failing and like not being successful was like a fear, of course. But yeah, I, and I feel like something. But we don't do that. No, we don't do that. 
is being just really prepared. Like I would say, for instance, like last weekend, I wasn't the most prepared and I felt like I didn't give my best. And I was mm-hmm. very, very nervous. I got on here and was like, forget, like everything I wanted to say just went out of my head. Right. Um, but the times where I'm just really prepared, I sit down, I write my stuff out. Like even now on my table in front of me, I have all my stuff. So it's like, I forget what I say. Okay, just look down. It's right here. Yeah. Uh, so just being prepared, like you said, practicing, you know. So some literally people, practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people get really nervous when they come on here because they're like, I've never been live before, you know, and I yeah. tell them, well, just randomly throughout the week, you know, because I try to have everyone prepared like that Monday before, give them the whole week. And I'm like, just go randomly, just go live on your page. And right. Get used to that, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's not as, it's like, I feel like a lot of the mistakes that us on the others, like that we think people can see only we can see because exactly. I would like record a podcast seen. and I would be I would be thinking oh my god you said because I say like a lot that's one of my things and <laughs> I try to make it not happen but it happens anyway mm-hmm. and I would literally count how many times I say it and my dad or my friend will listen to it and they'll be like I didn't hear that at all so it's kind of you know it's a it's a mental thing for sure yeah so. it's definitely where our, our our worst critics you know what I mean right so another thing I want to ask you is like what's your most proud accomplishment, uh, you know, since starting your podcast? Ooh. If you With have the one. podcast specifically? Um, or even just in life, in general, your most proud accomplishment? I don't even, I haven't even thought about that. I would say, I think that what makes me the most proud and makes me feel good is like when people say that the podcast something in that helped them mentally for real, for real, or mm-hmm. it like inspired them. Or if, so, if I get DMs and someone's like, yo, my, like I've talked about like, you know, friends that have bipolar and stuff like that. And someone's saying, Oh my God, you helped me with the situation with like someone in my family who had bipolar. Like that type of stuff is just, that's what makes me super duper proud. And then of course, you know, all the cute stuff like being featured in different, you know, uh, plat- on different platforms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing too. And I think yeah. also just like uh, the women, the amazing women that I've worked with just that happened naturally that I've looked up to before, like Vashti Cola, Karen Civil. Um, and just, I just sometimes be looking up, like how did I even get into this room? You know, yeah. those moments have me just like flabbergasted. Honestly, I just like, what the hell? <laughs> this is crazy. And I'm so glad you said yeah. that because I was going to ask you, you know, like, are there any women that you just couldn't believe you got onto your podcast? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, right now, I keep it. Um, right now, everyone that's on the pod has kind of been not a friend, but it's someone that I know, you know? There, yeah. It's been someone who I've just. I don't know. Not like no, anyone I, like I, that I, yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because that's but I think it's more so with about working with some like Bashi, for instance. Like that's somebody who I just never saw myself being even that close to. Like that's like I, you know, I, I it just I just never saw that ever coming because I looked up to her my whole life. She's like a sneakerhead girl. She, um, yeah, and she was like the influencer before influencing was even a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she's the first woman to have a Jordan sneaker and it's just so crazy that I just was with her for like two years of my life here we that I worked with her so that's one really big accomplishment to me honestly yes yeah and they're just making my dad and my mom like they finally see the vision my mom yeah. my mom was always on the vision but my dad seeing the vision like that's a whole other story so yeah. just having him be like wow I really understand what you're doing now and I'm proud of you like that's that's huge that is really, really dope. But yeah. I, I feel you like a lot of my guests on here. I know them personally. And that's one mm-hmm. that's a, one of my re- main reasons for starting this because I wanted to, you know, highlight the people that I know and mm-hmm. give everybody a different perspective on the different routes that you can take in life and how we can all help help each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the more you guys support us, the more we can, can give back to you. And I want to be able to expand it and, and now my goals are working with people who I don't necessarily know. I, I feel like I had one person on here who I never met in life before, but we've become, even though we still haven't met in person, she's become um, like a, a great friend to me. Um, right. As far as my brand, you know, she helped me get into the publication that I've been on so far with Voyage Houston. So shout mm-hmm. out to uh, 
Her name's Jasmine Lemon. She's a, re- a realtor. Hey, Jasmine, girl. <laughs> you know, so I've never met her before. And just from doing that interview, you know, she when she got an opportunity to put me onto something, you know, she thought about me. So it's just mm-hmm. great. And you really just have to, like, reach out. and Because, you know, like, your natural bubble might not be those people that you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, and you're you're amazing. So I'm pretty sure, like, if anybody meets you, they're going to literally love you. Like, you need to, like, believe and always, like, walk in that. Seriously. So, and that's yeah. one thing you always <laughs> tell me. My good sis, she always tells me that. Seriously. Me. I love it. Thank you. I'm trying, you know, because mm-hmm. I, like I said, we can be hard on ourselves. We doubt ourselves. It's natural, but we have to practice, you know, reinforcing those positive thoughts and knowing what we're good at. Uh, shout out to my friend Courtney that just commented um, from credit class. So she's mm-hmm. another woman. Um, everyone that's just tuned in, I have a long list of women I've been shouting out who have been on my successful Saturdays. I call them my my alum, my OGs, my successful OGs. <laughs> now Penny is now an OG. Yes. Uh, so the next question and kind of what someone asked earlier is uh, what advice, what advice or even just encouraging words would you give to someone specifically who wants to start a podcast? Because that was their okay. question too. What advice, you know, someone wants to start mm-hmm. a podcast, what will you tell them? I would say, one, just do it. Like, don't think that you need to have all these. Like, you can do it on, on your phone. See, I wish I would have just, like, so many times I'm like, okay, I have to go to the studio. I have to have this sound. I have to have this camera. I have to have these graphics. And it's like, no, like, just do it. I, I think it was Kevin on stage. She was like, you got to be okay with literally putting out, did he say 100 episodes? 100 episodes, like, and act like no one's going to see all those 100 mm-hmm. if, if you want a successful podcast, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's really all about consistency and just really putting the thing out there. And mm-hmm. then that's how you build a podcast. Like, that's the, that's the math to it. And then also, you have to have niche and good content. Like, just don't be on, on your podcast talking about the normal stuff, like $20 dates and shit. Like, the shit that people be talking about, like, it's just like, no, like, Find your niche and don't do it just because every it's a thing to do. Because mm-hmm. um, there's so many out there. It's like oversaturated, but not if you are doing something that is seriously like uniquely you. So consistency, be 100% yourself and um, don't overthink it. Right. Just do it. Right. So that was a don't quote me pod who asked that question. Then they just said great advice. Thank you. And I'm gonna have to check their page. Out. Yeah, girl, just do it. So many times I didn't put my podcast out because I just thought I needed so much. And I could have been even me personally, I felt like I could be fur could have been further if I would have just done it anyway with my iPhone. Like, yeah. So what's the, like, one of the main apps like someone would need to get to do the podcast? Anchor. Anchor. Yes. And that's the one that Anchor is like number one. Anchor, you can literally, um, it distributes your podcast to all platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitchers, everything. And you can also um, record with people, kind of like how we're doing this on live. Yes. You can do the audio in that same way, and then oh. it'll save and go into the thing. And oh. it, it, you can edit there. Everything is the best. Yeah. I don't know if my girl, I don't know, oh, our girl, our sister. I don't know if Misha's on here, but that's great information for her. I know she's um, looking to turn her, get that work. Or oh, something, you know, she's such a good podcaster. Yes, I know she wants to have it now, so I definitely gotta make sure she gets this information. And shout out to her. I had her on successful Saturdays to do her get that work. So my girl Island team. Okay, and let me see what other questions. Oh, I definitely skipped the most important one. Mm-hmm. What does success mean to you? Ooh, that's good. To me, success honestly means like what I what I noticed or like kind of came to revelation as of recently is like you could have like all the things in the world all the connections in the world all that stuff but like if your inner peace and your inner joy and all that stuff is a struggle bus and isn't truly there like none of that matters you know like I feel like I've been in what people would think on the outside better spaces before, but I wasn't feeling my best on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it re- and now I feel so like I, from the inside out, I feel so good. And it's just like, that's really what success is. Like first work on your inside so that everything that you do is truly like aligned to you. And it's not what you think you're supposed to be doing, how you think you're supposed to be acting. 
who you think you're supposed to be around, it's honestly like who God wants you to be around and who you, who you should be around. And it's yeah. just like, I wish people would think about that more. Like people think that to get to this level, you got to like be with these people and do these things like hell no, fuck them people. Like you not got to be with them people. Like you, yes. do, you do you truly. Yeah. And, um, that's what I've learned like now. And, and like, I've like, I've gone through that whole little thing and it's just like, now I'm like, Oh, I'm happy for real, for real. And this all feels different and so much better so yes they aren't feeling you they said you <laughs> got all the gems they said say yeah. that again and then somebody said for the people in the bag yeah i think like Perfect. success is really like is a is alignment it's alignment yes yeah man you just always make me feel so good and so comfortable. No, like, you make me feel good too. That's why I'm like, yeah. I was like catching up with some of the podcasts today. I'm like, man, this girl is so just inspiring and what fearless. Episode did you you really to are today? fearless. Like she ain't lying when she said she don't really have that, you know, that many that many. Oh, I didn't know Bianca was a psych undergrad. I'm reading too. Yes, Bianca. I didn't know that. See, we learn new things every day. Oh, one thing I I skipped over too. What what are some things you aim to accomplish in the future? Do you have any current projects you're working on or where do you want to go with the pod? So with the pod, I want to make sure that it keeps, you know, happening and keeps growing. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to go back to school to get my PhD or my PsyD in psychology because I just definitely want to be like a, ultimately a clinical therapist, but still in the industry. Um, Cause now, which I knew this would happen sooner than later, but record labels are taking like the hint, like, hello, we need to care about our artists' mental health. And even companies are taking that hint also, like yes. to have those initiatives and stuff. So I want to be like suited, suited and booted for when that's really a thing. Yes. Um, and have like the, you know, the, cause the, I guess the letters behind my name, although, and you know, be able to actually like see people and help them in that sense. Um, yes. And um, I want to write a book. Also, um, and I do want to talk a show, but I feel like now everything looks so different because like people don't even watch TV like that anymore. Yeah. So, um, me and one of my friends, Jacana, shout out to her. You'll definitely meet her one day. She's amazing. Okay. Um, she, uh, we're working on like a show, like a pitch for a show. And we've just been like doing pilots and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. Yes. Bianca says you're going to be such a blessing to so many. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Don't pod. Love the motivation. Great idea. So, so much good yeah. feedback. I'm loving this. I'm so excited yeah. and, you know, to see. Yeah. I just want really, so I just want really like whatever God wants from me. That's what I want. That's Honestly, what you want. Whatever, whenever I pick and choose, it don't be going that well. So it's like, I just want to like walk, continue to walk in alignment to wherever that leads me. So. Yes. And yeah, be great. And I'm excited. I hope, you know, we can continue to work together and collaborate. Of course, no, literally. In the future, um, that's pretty much all I have. I, you answered all my a million questions that I had for you. Let me make sure I didn't skip anything. Yeah, I know you answered everything. Is there anything you wanted to say or touch on that I maybe didn't get to? Um, I think that's, I think you got to everything I want to say. I mean, definitely listen to the podcast. Um, yes, y'all subscribe. Go, go subscribe to it. Um, if you like it, rate and review it. Follow like my page and also follow the app for your thoughts pod page. It's really funny over there. I always say that it's funny over there. So just go there. Um, and thank you and like thank you so much for having me. Seriously. No, thank you for coming on. Yes. I'm like my girl Penny be busy. I'm so honored she made those. No, my God, of course. No, I literally would never be, never be like too busy for any of y'all. But I definitely. Like, I love y'all. I love y'all. So. <laughs> I'm my best friend in here. Hey, Taylor. Hey, Taylor, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody do, we, do you do, like, a question situation, or you we answered the questions from the people already? Uh, from the... Um, like, at the end, do you do, like, a QA and a or it's just, like, a... Oh, well, yeah. If, um, I think pretty much everyone's asking their questions. Okay, cool, cool. Way. If y'all have some questions y'all want to drop right now, definitely hit it in that box. You're welcome. Anything Don't else you want to um what don't do call me pod if she has one more okay yeah go ahead and ask it please i'm loving this i'm loving all of you what do you plan to do for the rest of the day so i might go meet up with lala where lauren i was <laughs> um, wondering where lauren was at she's at brunch girl her ass is at brunch so i was like i might go meet up with her um or just 
chill. We're going to see. <laughs> oh, my see friend Naomi just joined, and I almost forgot to mention her. What happened to our episode? Um, but shout out to my girl Naomi of All She Co. So that's allshe.co. You can also follow All She, wait, all she War, allshe.war. To get some of her merch, you can hit her up. She also does um, like graphic design, website design. Um, okay, we got two. What advice would you give financially for financially for building a podcast? Um, as far as well, first of all, you're not gonna make money for a while, so just like just know that a little bit. Um, and you can literally make the most out of the least. Like you can use your phone to do what you got to do. You can use like GarageBand. You can use like different stuff. Like it's not that expensive until it's time for it to be that expensive. So don't really think about like the finances of it all. Just use your phone and keep going. And then like try to get sponsored posts and stuff like that. Once you have like you know a good amount of numbers to do so. But yeah, financially, just use your phone. <laughs> like seriously. And then the next one is from my girl, Steph. Shout out my girl, Steph. She'd be on here faithfully, like, literally every week. She's always engaged, and she's always looking for a good motivational quote. Do you um, have one? Do you have a favorite quote? My favorite one is Buddha. Like, the mind is everything, what you think you become. That's my favorite since, like, like the eighth grade. So, and it never changes. So, I, I think I would say that. Like, seriously, the mind is really everything. And it can mess you up or it could like make you great. So you have to really like choose. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you again for tuning on. If this is your first time, also, uh, you know, tuning in, definitely give me a follow. I will follow you back. And we're on, I'm on here every Saturday bringing, I try to bring new topics, different topics. Um, and if you would like to promote your brand, your business, Definitely let's work together. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to hold you all too much longer. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Comments are like got me smiling. I'm like, for real. Oh, I would say like maybe because like any like mental health questions anyone might have or a topic that they might want to discuss, like that would be like the last thing, if anything. But of course, we can bounce. But yeah, no, I they feel can like send some things to your DM. Definitely. Yes, DM me. Yes, yes, yes. If they, oh, because you know what, we're gonna have to get back on here and we didn't even get to talk about our our topic of of PMSing. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot to put it in the notes, so. We can do something on your podcast. We can do whatever. We can get back on yeah, here we any, we any day of the week and talk about that. And if y'all have some things y'all want us to talk about, definitely let us know. Let us yeah, because PMS be driving the girls crazy. But okay, yeah. we try to ignore it right now. That's, exactly. That's what's going on right now. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. I love you so much. I love okay, you. Bye. I will see you all next Saturday. Okay, bye. Y'all better go check her out next Saturday, every Saturday. Y'all better go follow okay. my girl Penny and listen to For Your Thoughts Talk. And if you're if, and if you're one of my followers, follow her. Okay. <laughs> bye. We all friends now. We family now. <laughs> right. <laughs> bye, girl. Love you. I'm gonna call bye. you after this. Okay. okay.